I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. My name wow. is Scott, here with Rye in the chill zone. How are you, pal? Um, are we being honest or am I just saying like how, what's happening and we go with it? I mean, whatever you're feeling. Honestly, I'm having a shit week. Mm. I feel like dog shit. Mm. Um, not like, I'm not sick, but I think mentally emotionally spiritually i'm broken mm, that's a lot of breaks yeah i don't know that's... i'm hanging on by a thread if i'm being honest a thready so i'm this is a cry for help i mean we're in the suicide up. note corner i hate to hear it and i'm in show mode so i'm trying to make jokes out of everything we can make a joke that's the point is to make a joke <laughs> out of it if i don't make a joke out of it it'll be real okay we're back um i think if we go to see blue beetle in the theater that it would cure your spiritual physical and whatever the other one was emotional is that a marvel movie i know very little is it dc it's dc okay i'm having a dc talking about dc <laughs> this is like the last gasp of uh that their cinematic universe before the james gunn stuff takes over mm. it's performing shockingly badly and i don't think we're gonna see it yeah what were they thinking there like you, you can see the. Tra- i saw the trailer before um barbie i think yeah and i was like you know, just it does not sit well. It's like this looks dumb. Yeah, Blue Beetle for people who are unaware, which is everybody. Like I don't even know about this character. No, and I'm the kind of guy who would know these things. He's like Iron Man, but it's he's a beetle. Like it's the same thing. He has like a robot suit, and George Lopez is in this movie playing the father. Met him once. He was a prick. A word. Tipped me a hundred dollars though. After not speaking all night and having like seven double gray goose and sodas. (laughs) I'm not joking. He had like, it was a two hour event. He had three or four drinks an hour and then tipped me a hundred dollars and left after barely speaking. Love that. The cat, I'm looking at the Blue Beetle cast right now and George Lopez is the only person I've heard of. Oh, Susan Sarandon. Okay. Oh. She's a get. I think she plays the villain in this picture. Was this a Hispanic thing? I'm noticing a bunch of Hispanic people. And then like the like back of my mind tells me I need to feel guilty for shitting on a movie that's minority driven. And I'm like, well, my stance always a safe stance. Always when people shit on a movie for black people or something, I'm like, well, this isn't for us. Mm. And I'm kind of tired of that stance. It's just like, why don't we make movies that are good? Yeah. It doesn't matter what race we are. Let's just make a good <laughs> film. We here at the program believe that people of all races, colors, creeds can make turkeys Correct. and do. Correct. And we dislike them all equally everyone should just be gender i'm sorry gender that this too but i'd say race ambiguous like vin diesel where you don't really know what he is could he be italian could he be hispanic is he italian he's Uh, everything i actually saw a meme online recently that was addressing just that and they were like his race is race car (laughs) i was like that's incredible (laughs) because that yeah he really you can't pin him down no that's why he's family he's everybody's everything just like The Rock. 
You got to be able to be cast as like Albanian, Mexican, Puerto Rican, Russian. Like they can like put you in any category and people will believe it. Mm. I can play anything. Uh, everyone believe my performance as uh, the last witch hunter. I forgot about that one. That's too bad. That's the movie where he has a beard and hair. It's pretty fucked up. Him with hair in, what's the movie, Jury Duty or no, uh, Find Me Guilty, where he's an attorney and he wears that tan suit. <laughs> yeah. He looks like an idiot with hair. He does. Um, do you want to go to the trailer corner while I got it piping hot here? The maestro teaser for the Netflix original starring Bradley Cooper about uh, Leonard Bernstein that yes. everybody's up in arms about because Bradley Cooper's not Jewish. I know, like Vin Diesel will sometimes wear hair for a movie. Bradley Cooper was... We'll sometimes wear a fake nose. I mean, it's all about craft and the work. And I love the idea that Bradley Cooper spent the last, like, five years since A Star Is Burned working on this passion project that, you know, it looks like it was made in a lab to win Oscars, and it probably will. But now this trailer came out, and all anyone's talking about is the fact that he's wearing a fake nose. And they're like, is this Jew face? In quotes, I've seen that a lot. That's good. This looks so boring. I can't tell if it looks like a masterpiece or like a joke. Actually, like, because it's a Netflix original, but it looks pretty classy. Just Is that a line in that Billy Joel? We didn't start the fire. Leonard Bernstein. Is funny. That's all I know about Leonard Bernstein. Steen. Berenstein Bears. This looks awful. It looks like it's probably about three hours. <laughs> Just glancing at this trailer. It's oh, got a three I was going to get a photo feeling. of your head with the, with the maestro behind it. Maestro. I wish it was a feature length about that fucking Seinfeld sidecar. So, will we be there in the theater? Um, I'm good. Or here in the zone watching it on Netflix? It's in both, huh? It's one of those. I'll say this. It looks kind of like a real movie, especially mm. for a Netflix Ridge. Do so you think it exists on Earth? That's the real question. I think it does. People are all in, in uproar about it. Mm. It's... And I love like the Leonard Bernstein's children had to like come to Bradley Cooper's defense and like write this whole thing about how they're like, look, we approve of the nose. We we gave it a green light, and that means it's okay. People are just looking for stuff to be outraged about now. They are. They're sort of just scouring Twitter, digging up articles, looking at IMDb, thinking like, well, he's not Jewish. How do you know he's not Jewish? He mm. might be. And if he is or he isn't, why is it your business? Ooh, interesting. How about that? I understand like you should give black actors roles in movies as black people, but the Jewish faith mm. and those within it has had a bit of a stranglehold on Hollywood for hundreds of years. A word? <laughs> Let's be real. Since that, what? That, like, that take took some turns. <laughs> I'm like, I was going to go down a whole like Hank anti-Semitic rabbit hole, but like mm. bits aside, you know, I, yeah. I just, I think that it's, we're looking for shit to get outraged about. Yeah. Jewish people don't give a fuck. And it's they silly. don't. Yeah. Like, you know, this is a movie about a musician. It's like, and he just wants to be more workish, get more in character. Like people have done this. Nicole Kidman wore fake nose to play Sylvia Plath in the hours, won an Oscar for it. Does that exist? It does. Mm. It's a classy picture. I'm trying to think of other famous fake noses in cinema. 
Goldmember, I think he has a fake nose. Norbit. Norbit probably has a fake schnoz. Norbit's fake everything, and it's one of the greats of all time. <laughs> you do. Did you see um, Kid Rock got spotted having a Bud Light? <laughs> I love it, yeah. People who forgot Kid Rock uh, shot a bunch of Bud Lights with a automatic gun because he was so aghast that they had like a trans person in a commercial or something. Devin Mulvaney, for those that don't remember, was a spokesperson for Bud Light. And I love the idea that Bud Light is so good. Kid Rock's just like, I mean, they won me back. I, I just had to have one. He needs those Bud Lights. What a so, piss beer. Yeah. I mean, I'll drink it. I like the watery beers over like an IPA type thing. I don't remember what beer tastes like. Yeah, it's been I, a very long time. I don't like beer now that we're into it. It's I not pre- very good. I like these White Claw, like these boozy juices for like children. That's my speed. Beer's gross. I don't know. You drink like two drinks. To me, that to yeah. me, there's no point to that. Like, why don't you just like mainline a big 750 of vodka and call it a day? Like, get 10, 15, 20 drinks in you <laughs> and really tie one on. Hey, Steve, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> I think a, a lot of podcasts do that where the, the hosts get drunk. I shut it every time. Like the Always Sunny Pod, I love them. The episode where they got drunk, couldn't listen to it. Couldn't touch it. Mm. Not funny. I like to get mildly buzzed and mm. then call it a day. Um, Folks, if you think I should get wasted on the program and like do a whole fucked up thing, email us enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Or if you want to go out in the driveway and shoot a case of White Claw with a machine gun. <laughs> yeah. <in> my- <laughs> that is what I should do. That would probably go viral. Let's do that. I hope so. Fucking shoot some. These are the new White Claw vodka and sodas. They're still in the high noon. I was thing. gonna say they're doing the high noon. I didn't realize high noon was like a mixed drink. Mm. How much vodka is in a high noon? Half a shot, a shot? Not much. Probably like a quarter of a shot, or maybe half a shot in each one. Yeah. So you gotta have like fourteen of them to get a buzz going. Yeah. Maybe twenty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a te- I'm a ten drinks guy. Keep them coming. You are a ten drinks guy. Mm. I um we have some more bad news this week. In the wake of uh Mattel greenlighting oh, a whole on. sea of toy movies, we have some more fucked up shit. Hasbro, <laughs> the other toy company, is getting into the entertainment business. Do you want to hear about some of the things they have in the works? I almost just bit my finger off <laughs> with, the, with that news. I have my <laughs> hand over my mouth and I just like chomped down, like, don't bite your own finger. But yes, yeah. go ahead. I mean... I'm listening. They have a Nerf movie in the works. What's it about? <laughs> Shooting... Bunch of kids running around. <clears throat> Shooting Nerf guns? Nerf darts? Uh, okay. Uh, that'll probably be a new classic. Uh, they're, they've already made several Transformers movies. Probably too many, but they're going to make another with G.I. Joe. It's going to be a twofer. Transformers with G.I. Joe? Mm-hmm. Are they bringing back? Like, hello, Channing. Joe. Put the G.I. Joe figure in my chest. They're, bring, they're bringing back Shia and Channing. <laughs> I mean, they wish. They probably can't get either of them. Mm. There's going to be a Play-Doh movie. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Oh, you're not, you're not joking. A Play-Doh movie. And I don't... This is the kind of thing, like, if they have someone creative make it, maybe it'll be good. Like, Barbie should have been bad, but it was good. Maybe the Play-Doh movie will be dope. 
I don't know what I'm saying. I read, I think it was an IndieWire headline where Randall Park was saying, just because Barbie was successful, Hollywood shouldn't take that lead. He's right. That's what we were saying. Right. Like, just because Barbie had some success doesn't mean that we need to make a movie about every toy. That's what Hollywood does. They take one little piece of IP that does well, and they're like, you know what? Maybe we'll do this 40 more times, and then start from the beginning and do that 40 times again. The Dark Knight made like a billion and a half dollars, and then- it changed and then like the 15 years following that it was just a sea of superhero movies and it's just now starting to like finally die off a little bit because some of them are tanking we need about 20 more to tank yeah and now we're gonna have like 10 years of toy movies until those start to dwindle like when the peppa pig movie comes out in 2029 and doesn't perform <laughs> like they think then maybe that's that'll a bit, start right? to cool down no that's real too oh, it's here is, on the list you're reading the list still god Damn it. I'm <laughs> so fucking done with movies, man. <laughs> Fuck! I mean, oh, they all suck. It is. We're in a bad spot. And they're on strike. The mm. strike's going to... The last one was, what, 90 days in 2007? <laughs> this one's going to be 900 days. We need to end this strike so I can get back to work on the My Little Pony movie. I hope the strike never ends. <laughs> I mean... I hope they bleed them dry. The studios are saving money right now. The executives still have a check. They are. They're fine. I think we talked about it last week. It's funny how they're, they're framing it as like, look at all the money we're saving. Yeah. It's like, yeah, when you're a company that doesn't do anything, I guess you're saving money. <laughs> Movies lose a lot of money. Yeah. That's, why it's, that's it why it's news when a movie like Barbie comes out. Because yeah. eight other versions of that are fucking flops. Yeah. And they're critically panned and they're, they're overblown and nobody sees them. Panned. Speaking of critically panned... <laughs> They released a first look at Fargo season five, which I didn't even know was happening. Oh, yeah? Is it reasonable? Fargo is a FX show that I think seasons one, two, one and two are like home runs. And then three one is okay. Re- I really liked one, yeah. Four is like not good at all because Chris Rock's the lead and other things. It's not mm. just that, but Chris Rock's a bad actor. He's bad in everything, yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's a show that's like better than it should be. And now the new season looks pretty promising. The lead, John Hamm, in like cowboy mode. Oh, you got cigarettes. That, that kid from Stranger Things playing his son. Which kid? <laughs> hey, no, John. The one, the it's cool me. one, cool guy, Steve. Steve. Okay, what's his name again? Uh, Joe Keery. Joe Keery. I was gonna say something dumb. I like him. But yeah, and like it's them facing down against a drifter known as Old Munch. Hey, old munch, my parents' cape house is vacant this weekend. That's pretty strange. Let's get down there. It's me, Dusty. Let's get Dr. Strange over here. It's a crossover event. I can barely speak. Movies. When I open my mouth, you just say gums. I have a condition. I look like the senator. Um, I'm in for this, though. I got a good feeling yeah, about Yeah, I'll see this. that. Fargo season five. One of the rare movie to TV show transplants that work. First season was great, yeah. Although there's actually a couple. What We Do in the Shadows is a good movie to TV show. Uh, What else? Oh, True Lies. (laughs) (laughs) A Paramount Plus Ridge (laughs) that I think got fucking unceremoniously dumped sometime earlier this year. Um, they released the first look at the new Godzilla show coming to Apple Plus called Monarch Legacy of Monsters. 
Kurt Russell and his son Wyatt Russell will play the same character through different eras. That's kind of get funny. out of there, Kurt Russell. <laughs> hey, um, no, hey. thank you. It's a no, thank you for you on this. I'm good. Okay. The last one was all right, actually. <laughs> Did I like the last one? What was the one where I was begging you to leave and there was one where I was all right with it? <laughs> what do you think? The, the one sure. with King Kong, I think I was in, right? Yeah, Godzilla versus Kong, yeah. I legit loved. We watched it here. Yes, we did. The uh, one prior was Godzilla with Brian Cranston, maybe? There was that, and then they made a sequel to that, and then they made a couple Kong side ones. They're all pretty middling. Skull Island? Yes. With Adrian Brody? No. I get them all mixed up. They Tom all Hilston. kind of just mush together. That is, I know what you think. You're like mashing up Predators yes. and yes. all sorts of other extraneous Is there sequels. no Godzilla movie or, or Kong movie with Adrian Brody in it? He's just in the Predator sequel? Correct. Fucking A. But I think it's fun that they're playing the same character through like in different decades, the father and son. That's fun. That's fun casting. Are we having fun? I suppose that's fun, but I'm tired of sons. You're out on sons? No son? more sons. All John this David. fucking <laughs> John David Washington's one of the worst in the business. Fuck, you're not wrong. He needs to hang it up. I like Maya Hawk. She's cool. Daughters are still in. Sons are out. I'm actually out on Maya Hawk. Her in Asteroid City. I'm like, I don't like. Well, I that don't... movie was just fucking a nightmare for me. I mean, side note, it's on Peacock now. I rewatched and I liked it a lot more than I did when I first saw it. May I ask, what did you like about it? Tell me what happens in it and, and explain it in detail. I don't mean, just say it looked <laughs> We don't have enough time. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, but uh, speaking, yeah. Can we do Stranger Things, though? Did you see Sure, the, my hawk is of, on Stranger Things. Exactly. Yes. Speaking of Stranger Things, did you see this guy got duped, like catfished online by what's-his-face who plays the sexy Australian guy? Well, the, the the person online pretended to be that guy and catfished a woman and had mm. her send him, I want to say, $10,000. Yes. That's so much money. Can you imagine? To someone on the computer typing stuff. Especially this one. You could be talking to like an AI. You're just like, here's 10, 10 grand. All right, here it is. Yeah, no one on earth ever is going to reach out and ask for money immediately. Yeah. That's embarrassing. You feel bad for people like this who, this one's probably so sad and fucked up. I hope she doesn't get back a cent. I feel nothing for her. Oh, yeah. I, I also, I'm forgetting. I think she, like, left her husband. <laughs> her, like, defiantly being like, I'm talking to Joe Keery from Stranger Things, and we're we're going to ride off into the sunset together. Oh, that's great. I'm assuming she's Southern. Just destroying her entire life. Hopefully the $10,000 was everything that she had, and the husband does not allow her back into the house. That's mm. the goal here. That was everything. Everything in the world. She's going to move in with Hank. Do you think um, Hank would let uh, such a gal move in? Um, I don't know. He's a pretty good guy. Fuck. As long as she's white. <laughs> I think that's his only rule. White and you're in. He's white? <laughs> Elvis stuff? I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it. What about the fact that they released a poster for the new Walking Dead spinoff called The Walking Dead Daryl Dixon? Which shows a forgettable boondock saint dud of a character, Daryl Dixon, in where is the Eiffel Tower? France. Yes, he's in France. Also suddenly, Vegas, fighting uh, zombies. I don't. The fans at home can't see this because we don't have a visual element. But my eyes bugged out of my head and my jaw dropped at that news. Yeah, like 
they finally ended The Walking Dead after 93 seasons, and then they splintered it off into three separate spinoffs just to upset me and make sure I never sleep again. Question, the motorcycle show with Norman Reedus, was that a Walking Dead adjacent show or was that just him on motorcycles? That's just him in real life going to do motorcycle guy stuff. And you might be wondering, is that show still on the air and coming out with new episodes? Yes, it is. Can you imagine <laughs> the paycheck or the... There's certain people in Hollywood where, you know, they went, they go door number one, door number two, and they pick door number one, and their whole life is just set forever. Yeah. And he's one of those guys, because there's not much happening with him. Yeah, because The Walking Dead, like, turned into, like, a whole sensation. He was just a guy like, oh, look, I'm, like, the 10th lead on this show about zombies, and now it's just gone too far. Yeah. He's, he's like a billionaire. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm a slightly better looking version of Donal Logue without a gut. And now Fuck. the rest of my life is locked in with hundreds of millions of dollars in TV residuals. It's pretty accurate. Although, as we know, because of the strike, perhaps he's not making all that much. I mean, I hope this not all just sure. leads to Boondock Saints 3. Did you see that the entire uh, writing staff for the show Suits, despite it being streamed like a billion times on Netflix, they collectively made only $3,000? I did see that, and that seemed low. Hilarious. <laughs> Am I the I only mean, one who thinks this whole thing is hysterical? I mean, imagine if you wrote for Suits and you were being treated as such. I mean, it's a great show, mm. and uh, I'd be honored, and I'd do it for free. But you'd be upset seeing those stats. Like, That's look, awful, this is like the yeah. most popular stream thing ever, and I'm getting checks for like fucking $2 in the mail. Well, how many writers? If, if say, there's, you know, 50 writers... Still, if they're like splitting from a pot of three grand, that's like, that seems silly. I'd be upset if I was the only guy and I only made three grand. Three grand is not a lot of money. Yeah, especially when... I'd be like, you mean like a day or... Because <laughs> <laughs> that, maybe I could make that work. Um... Netflix is, uh, I think we talked about this a little bit, but now it's official. Uh, they air HBO originals now, or at least some of them, like Ballers. Actually, They're just they pawning ballers off, huh? Exactly. They don't have the good HBO shows. HBO sold the rights what do you mean, for them brother? to air like Ballers and Insecure and like probably John from Cincinnati or some other like write-off. Just so, you know, this is Netflix just trying to have new content. This is them dipping into like the bargain bin at I Walmart. Don't think you're very funny. They're like, oh, you have ballers now. What a great I loved ballers. What did you love about it is a question that comes know. to my mind. I've been hanging in there with this troll for a long time. Yeah. And um, I, I, I admittedly, I did like the first season or two. While we're it, talking it jumps about, off a cliff. Could we enter the sports corner if we're going to talk about oh, ballers? Fuck yeah. Because I've described ballers as entourage in, you know, it's like sports entourage, but even dumber and worse. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's your dick? Okay. It's Get up. it out. I have another sports corner thing. Um, tell me. Ravens running back Alex Collins is dead at 28. Oh, okay. That's it. I thought that might be it. Every week, another athlete dies. Was he a baller? He was a, a footballer, and he's dead. Hmm. So stay tuned for more sports, and do you want to talk about ballers some more? Want me to start the theme over? I mean, no, the theme's good. I just can't believe... I'm worried about people out there... Who are just going to get tricked into watching this. Like, they never heard about Ballers when it was in its original run because it sucked and everybody hated it. So they're going to click on this be like, what is this, some new show with The Rock? 
And they're going to accidentally watch five seasons of the worst show ever made. <laughs> That's a very dramatic point. And mm. it's probably going to happen to quite a few people. Like, if we're being honest, Suits is kind of garbage. Mm. I, the first few seasons are fun. And then it sort of just becomes so formulaic that it's just repeating itself over and over again. And I think a lot of people are falling victim to that as we speak. And I think that there's so many shows that are streaming now. And with the writer's strike, there's limited content coming out that's new, mm. kind of. It's like, we're going to start to have a, the backlog is going to be over soon. I, I think that it, we're primed for people being like, have you seen this show, Ballers? Like, I know it was a few years ago, but it's pretty good. Folks, don't let it get to that point. If you're ever even thinking about watching Ballers, I want you to send us an email or contact me directly, actually, and I'll talk you off the ledge. We will, as a program. How many episodes of Ballers did you sit through, is a real question. Like four. It's horrible. What'd you think? I thought it was dog you shit. You didn't even make it to the Russell Brand season no. where it gets significantly worse. Oh, I feel so good about the fact that I didn't make it to the Russell Brand season. Him owning some skateboarding company or something? Oh, he hello, The Rock. Uh, I want to buy the Ravens, right? Funny. Fuck it, I'd rather die. <laughs> Funny story, The Rock and Russell Brand, shit duo. Yeah. In case you didn't see that coming. I mean, how could they not be? The shit rock, duo. The Rock, like, can be good. Sam, bleep this out. Yeah, but what? he hasn't done it in forever. In and what, he definitely didn't do it in Ballers. Yeah, he was pretty sick. I him. will say he was good in Pain and Gain. I actually got a kick out of him in Be Cool. Mm. it's something different from him i'll give him yes. that I, I appreciate when he will do anything besides play like the same cool tough guy who wears a tan outfit in every movie and uh i don't hate him hobbs and shaw aside i do not hate him in the fast and the furious franchise hmm. okay yeah he's I mean, all right he's pretty great in five and six maybe in seven now that you mention it like i he's bad in eight in hobbs and shaw uh, yes everyone's bad in eight though Eight's not great. Eight, eight and nine are not great. Nor is ten. Okay, nine on nine. Ten's a fucking abomination. I want to rewatch it. It comes to Peacock soon. I'm getting fired up about it. Four, five, six, and seven are all home runs. Six is a little could do without. I mean, I did hear that the movie was barely profitable. They said it grossed a total of $700 million on a $340 million budget. And that does. I don't Wait, think, is this ten? Yeah, this okay. is ten. Now that it's all said and done, it's like run is over. Because I don't think they even factor in promotion to that figure. It cost three hundred forty million dollars just for them to make it. There's no way they spent less than two hundred million promoting it. It was fucking everywhere. Yeah, they know. So they lost money. Yeah, and then they paid Vin Diesel eighty million dollars, probably. Thank you. Not yeah. a, not eighty, but I'm sure you got a piece. Well, if you had a piece of the back end, what's the back end like? <laughs> Sorry, I had to get it out quick. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah. At this point, I think they're realizing that this franchise is dying and they should just pivot and focus everything onto Saw. Everybody gets behind yes. the Saw the Saw sequel coming out next month. Dominic Toretto. Hey, we did this, but I'm, I'm <laughs> down to do it again. You want the Saw music? <laughs> no, it's fine. But yeah, we're in forever for the whole finale of both. Saw X does come out in like a month. I'm starting to think about getting excited about it. Tickets still aren't on sale, which is annoying because I want to go. I just like that they brought Jigsaw and my boy Billy the Puppet back. They actually, they've been doing some bits online. They showed him at Six Flags. 
Oh, that's a bit. Okay. I thought Six Flags was actually going to do a thing. I was confused by your post. I mean, they did. It was, this was like a promoted post between Saw and Six Flags. Are they having like, that's what I'm, my thought was, is they're doing like a Saw ride. Yeah, they must be. Yeah. Cool. I mean, that'd be sick. I was going to say that is kind of cool. I don't really like rides. I think they're too scary, I think but they, I'm in. They have one in Vegas where it's like an escape room, but it's Saw themed, which seems like a grand slam. Mm. But... I what did I post? I posted that uh, Billy the Puppet should have his own travel series, which would be fun. Imagine him like popping into, him just like going through markets in uh, other countries. Um, I'd watch pretty much anything with yes. Billy the Puppet or Jigsaw. Agreed. You just showed me uh, the fact that the Equalizer Three exists and is coming out soon. Like in a week and a half. Is it? Yes. Okay, okay. We race this one out, everybody. Uh, okay. Hey, all they're, right. They're just going to kind of dump it, and uh, no one's going to talk about it? Did they shoot okay. it in Marshfield again? I don't think they did. What do you think about me enjoying both? I mean, they're okay. They're like the kind of movie you happen upon on cable on a Sunday, and you're like, oh, this is all right. Denzel's pretty badass in this. He's like beating guys up. He starts a stopwatch, and then like, does a bunch of cool stuff within a minute. Isn't that his thing in these movies? I was just thinking about how much I wish I could do a Denzel impression because it's such a fun one to do. Okay, okay. All we really have is the okay, okay. I know, I can't do... That's all we have. I can't do words. There's a guy on TikTok who's a black dude, so obviously he has a leg up. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's not Monty. He has no legs. <laughs> but, no legs up. But that wasn't even funny. But that was. he does this fucking it's better than jay farrow's who is also very good his is like jaw-dropping i remember this the first time i heard it, i was like oh my fucking god i think i sent it to trey it's worth playing it's that good friend of the show trey it's incredibly good let me find this guy we gonna have trey back on now he was a the very fan, popular guest the fans responded a lot to trey we'll have a bunch of new guests of course the, i can never months i can never fucking find anything anymore i give up just know that he exists there's a guy out there on tiktok he does a denzel impression and it's very fun Ooh, denzel <clears throat> you see that ashley olsen gave birth to Did her she? first son otto and he didn't die because i thought you might be thinking that's where i was going he is alive okay good and I didn't just say that to put that energy out there because I don't <laughs> wish that would happen for my own amusement. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Sounds like gross. Do you think Dave Coulier was in the delivery room? I do. He's the father, I imagine. Right? I hope so. It'd be sick. My favorite thing is like the Alanis stuff with him and then women, women saying negative things about him. Like he's just like a bad guy. I get a kick out of that. Because it's not just Alanis. I've heard it from multiple sources that Dave Coulier conned them in the 90s. You're telling me Dave Coulier was in something of a pussy posse? Is he in the original pussy posse? With Kevin Dillon and Mark Ruffalo and... Uh, hey, guys. We're all here and fucking... I'm just reading guys on the wall here. Vincent Gallo. Point. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Oldman. Um... <coughs> That is wacky. I wouldn't have thought that. Mm. We got a couple birthdays this week, big ones. Ben Affleck's 51. Hulk Hogan, friend of the show, is Ooh. 70. Whoa. Can Those you believe that he's 70? 
I ben can. Affleck, I think 51, that, that fits. He looks good, though. But yeah. but Hulk Hogan looks great for 70. Does he? I think so. <laughs> He's still got his mass. Ooh, I don't think I've seen him in a bit. He looks good. Look him up. Okay. Him and his son doing karaoke <laughs> nights down in Tampa. <laughs> or like is Clearwater, Florida. Yeah, they have a they have a, like a I don't know if it's a specifically a karaoke bar, but they have a bar somewhere in down in Florida that is they have a, a karaoke night every week. Ooh. I mean, I would get shit faced with Hulk, sing mm. sing some songs, do a little crooning. Speaking of Hulk Hogan, did you see that they're doing uh Constantine 2? That's finally been greenlit. Yes, with Keanu. What do you think? I mean, I'm in for it. I like how the guy who did the original is doing it. Mm. Francis Lawrence. If you haven't seen Constantine, it's a very better than it, better than you'd think it would be. Yeah. Like early aughts superhero movie. Not even really superhero. It's like he plays an angel who smokes sea eyes and fights demons with like a fucking shotgun shaped like a cross. It's dope. Yeah, it's a cool. I saw it in the theaters twice. Ooh, it's a cool one. And it's a movie it that I wouldn't think I was going to like. And it's a comic book movie, mm. which it sort of falls into the same category as Blade, I think, given like, you know, obviously vampires, but also like the fact that it's a cool comic book movie from a mm. comic book you don't necessarily know a lot about. It's a little dark and sinister and surprisingly better than you'd think it would be. Yeah. With a great lead. Mm. Yeah, it's a great movie for Keanu just to like look cool and fight people and not say a lot of stuff. It's classic Keanu. Yeah. I'm excited for that, and I'm excited for the the rehearsal Ali, Ali Blade that'll that's been just in you that, know post production hell that's delayed be again bad. and again. They've tried to make that you with think? too many different people. When it finally happens, it's just going to be bad. I don't. Mm. I got a bad feeling about it. They've hired like legit like seven different director teams and writers. That that movie was supposed to come out like five years ago. What do you think's going on there? They just can't figure it out. The timing sucks, obviously. It also doesn't make sense with like their current movies. They have like the Avengers, and then it's like, oh yeah, and we got this like guy who fights vampires. Right. It doesn't like make sense with everything. I think they just know that the first three did well. I mean, maybe the third one didn't, but the first two did well. Mm. I, I don't mm. know. Maybe the third one made money. It's worth looking up. But I like all three of them. I don't even think Blade Trinity is as bad as people say it is. I think That's it's kind bad. of fun. I mean, I'll give it a kind of fun. Kind of fun. I guess. But the one first two, one is, is great. One and two are like dope. I watched the first one a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to watch the second one again soon. You but celebrate Wesley Snipes and his do. catalog of work. He's great. And then he just didn't pay his taxes and he went to prison. And now his career is kind of gone. He did that show with Kevin Hart that everyone forgets existed that was actually pretty good, mm. albeit somewhat frustrating given it felt like it was running around in circles at times, but happen. it was a good show and I would like to see more of him. I think his second act could be one that's sort of interesting for everybody, but I don't know. I mean, I like where your head's at. Let's see. That's... Harrison Ford was... Oh, well, uh, what about me? This This seems like an onion headline. But it's real. I guess they discovered a new snake somewhere, and they named it after Harrison Ford because he snake snake because he doesn't like snakes in the Indiana Jones movies, I assume. Oh. But look at this quote: "The scientists keep naming critters after me, but it's always the ones that terrify children. I don't understand. I spend my free time cross stitching. I sing lullabies to my basil plants so they won't fear the night." He sounds like 
he's like smoked so much weed. He's he lost his mind. He sucks. He is kind of like a boring dude. He's just a dud. I mean, I don't care about Star Wars. I don't. I don't care about Indiana Jones. Get out of here. I did until they made that very bad fifth one that I hated the shit out of. Jonesy. I used. To, he used to be a dude. He used to be like the guy. Yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed him in The Fugitive. That's a great movie. Yeah. It's a fucking I'll like. Give him that. Stone Cold classic. Talk about Sunday afternoon cable movies. That's like the tops. Yeah. Um, have you been watching Depp versus Heard on Netflix? No. Do I need it? It looks interesting. I haven't seen it. I just saw that it existed and was like, that's silly. It'd be funny if they had a whole ep about the shit. <laughs> As a battered man, I feel like it may be triggering for me. Like, ooh. To watch that. What do you think? Him in like Jack Sparrow mode, like, sipping shit. <laughs> like, it is shit. <laughs> Austin, it is shit. I'm doing a fucking Pirates of the Caribbean Austin Powers mashup for nobody. Um, the I'm movies? In. I'm in. in. Yeah, fuck it. We've been watching... Uh, <laughs> fuck it. Whatever. I hate everything I watch that isn't a reality show. What do you think? I'm dead inside. I'm trying so hard. I'm like, let's just get in here. I liked Barbie. Barbie was cool. But one thing about Barbie that's annoying the fuck out of me is how everyone's acting like it's the first movie ever made. Mm. Like a quarter of the... I read this. A quarter of the people who saw Barbie had not been to the theater since COVID. Yeah, that's gross. Fuck off. That like, is, oh, you just didn't go for three fucking years? Yeah, it's like, who are these people not going to the theater for that long? Is that Brian Cox? Yes. Fuck! I found a picture of him in the Barbie thing that they have at theaters. Oh, this is excellent. Oh, fuck off. I, Barbie was a ton of a ton. I've had enough of him. I'm yeah. glad Succession's over. <clears throat> Went out pretty good, I must say. I'd like to be a contrarian and say it sucked, but it was a great, great finale. Yeah, I must admit. Also, friend of the show Chet Hanks has started a podcast. A word? Yes. Can we get on there? I mean, I DM'd him telling him he looked sexy the other day, so <laughs> I'm hoping that leads us somewhere. You're sliding into Chet Hanks' I said, DMs? I said, quote unquote, looking good, king. That's what I'm talking about. Um, he started a podcast. It has not even dropped a single episode yet, and he already has 100 subscribers. I saw it on his Instagram, of course, as he's like... Can you explain a more Chet Hanks move? I haven't even produced any content yet, but like, look at all the people looking at me and I'm going to share that. Yeah. Like, make an episode and see if it's anything at all. Chet. Let's see if you can even figure out how to make the microphone sound good, dude. Come on. I mean, you know he's going to make it sound fire. He's going to start uh, spitting bars or whatever in, they in my, do. In my note here, I wrote down Jesse Ventura... Why don't you tell me, Chet Hanks? And I don't know where I was going with that. I think I just wanted to do the voice. I'm into it. Like, why don't you tell me where you were when I was Navy SEAL in the Gulf of Tonkin? Ventura. There's another crossover. He's not into it. Who is the? That's the from Ace Ventura. That when that oh, oh the right. Uh, guy who died last week. He gets it. He's in. Um, I think I reached the end of my news. I'm like trying to leaf through here. I didn't. I don't have as much as I normally do. Do you have any more news? Um, the home that Aaron Carter died in is for sale again for okay. 850k. Okay. I'm thinking we start a Kickstarter to turn that into enough studios west. Yes. 
I'm in on that. And a woman threw her bra onto the stage at a at a the game concert, and he threw it back. <laughs> he didn't want it. Shit, put this back on. I guess that's like a um, 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 uh, a Drake thing. Women have been throwing their brassiers on him on him at, on stage, and he's like, "Yo, this girl's got big boobs. Let me see." And the game had that happen to him, and he did not want to participate. He's not playing games. I like you using the word brassiere. Mm. That was class. I'm gonna start doing that. The bro, the man's <laughs> here. <laughs> D, that's the biggest. I know that's the biggest. You had to do both. I did. I, I needed to both. get that one. <laughs> I almost did one after two. It's like I need all of these. Just do every line. <laughs> Fair enough. I do he's, it. He's I in. get it. Does anyone take a break? Mm. It's a good first half. I think we're good for a little break. I actually don't have to pee, which is awesome. Typically, by this point, I have to piss so bad. As they say, my back teeth are floating. Fucking. Fucking A. Uh, the pizza's coming soon, and my arm hurts for some reason. We'll we're be off. Uh, right back. We're off to see Blue Beetle. We'll be right back. My arm hurting. I'm hoping it's a stroke. So <laughs> we'll be back. No. Blue Beetle. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Shit, shit, shit. I was going to do a... Uh, here we go. I don't think you're very funny. <laughs> this is Mrs. Parsons. That's enough of those. <laughs> cool groove. Club experience. I work at a bar. <laughs> Who have you hooked up with? It's a good question, Sean. Hmm. We're going to be diving into that. Here That's in our reviews portion. The theme of the second half. Who have you hooked up with? Fuck you, baby. Poop. We, on our break, enjoyed some nice Domino's pizza and watched a little bit of Collateral on Netflix. How did that grab you? Um, I used to think I loved the grainy digital look of it. Mm. And I'm a little You're not over as it? enchanted by it. It looks kind of like shit. You wish it looked like a regular movie? I am just an OLED guy now. I like it crisp. And the TV upstairs is huge and not super forgiving mm. in the sense that, like, you're going to see imperfection. And I don't know. I mean, Collateral is one of my favorite movies, really. Yeah. It's I think amazing. that's part of its charm, the digital look. Right. I can't imagine it looking regular. It's all just probably because I've seen it so much and think it's so dope. I recently learned some fun uh, casting what-ifs, if you'll indulge me for about a moment. Sure. Collateral was almost made with Russell Crowe and Adam Sandler in the lead roles. What do you think of this? Adam Sandler as the cab driver? Correct. <laughs> Him as the Vincent role is funnier, actually. Mm. How about you hang with me tonight? <laughs> I ate them all, pal. <laughs> Fucking, you want to go watch some jazz? A ba ba boo <laughs> And uh, yo, homie, <laughs> yeah, that's a masterpiece. Yeah, that's funny. There's a lot of where'd you hear that? That's hysterical. On uh, people on Twitter were talking about it, and this also led to another one. It was very, very close to being Tom Cruise and John Leguizamo instead of Jamie Foxx. That I works, I could see it, but I don't think it's as good with Zamo. Hey, how you doing? It's me, Mark Ruffalo, with slick back hair and a goatee. <laughs> and I heard instead of Mark Ruffalo with slick back hair and a goatee, it was almost Machine Gun Kelly. What if it was like <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson oh, hey. as the roles of Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx? I hear 
when Michael Mann makes Heat 2, I hear that he's eyeing Machine Gun Kelly and Pete for uh, the lead roles of... Uh, well, the Machine Gun Kelly and Pete are both too tall for the cab. Oh, hey, dude. Their heads are just mushed up. Yeah, we're like a couple of fucking tall dudes. But if you haven't seen Collateral, it's on Netflix right now. We just watched the better part of it. I watched it like a week ago with uh, Dan, who had never seen it, and he also thought it was dope. It's awesome. It's like a... It's a fucking classic. Tom Cruise plays a bad guy for like one of the only times ever. If you can tell me the name of this song off of the soundtrack, I'll be very impressed. I can't. Rollin' Crumblin' from friend of the show Tom Rothrock. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. This is a cut. Yeah. Me picking you up at Blockbuster in the old BMW playing this. That definitely for, happened at for, least 10 times. For friends of the show, my old car was the Pearl. Hmm. Named after uh, Jack Sparrow's boat in Pirates of the Caribbean. Inspired by drunk driving, I yes, guess. Yes, you used to be quite fond of the rum, as Jack Sparrow was. And you, Meza, on Meza. occasion, would cannon out of Joe's barn. Mm. Uh, attached to some sort of like a rope and a boat. After swashbuckling for my keys back. While listening to the Hans Zimmer score. Ba-da-bum-bum, ba-da-bum-bum. I just finished my little juice box, and I wish I had a second one. Speaking of finishing juice boxes, we checked out a hot new documentary this week called Telemarketers Mm. on HBO Max, or excuse me, on Max, the one to watch for HBO. They should start paying us for this bit. They really should. We're the only ones reminding anybody that that's a thing. Yes. And I was turned on to the show by a friend of the show, Sarah. She let me know this was something to, this might be something to watch. And boy, was she right. Yeah, I had this on my radar a month or two ago when I read about it on one of the Hollywood Reporter or one of those. It's mm. Safdie Brothers directed it. The, speaking think, of Adam Sandler, mm. it's, uh, is it just one of them? I think they produced it. I don't think they directed it properly. Oh, bummer. Sorry to be that guy. Oh, no. But I'm, I mean, I'm so much dope. less interested now. No, I'm still in. I mean, I thought this was great let me find a summary that might be able to sum it up better but it's basically just like this footage of this guy working at a telemarketing place like 15 years ago and he was videotaping a bunch for seemingly no reason of all the characters that he worked with at this place and then it eventually became something people want to see because this telemarketing agency did a bunch of fucked up shit and they got unceremoniously oh wait here's the summary <clears throat> follows former telemarketing employees pat pespas and sam lipman two longtime office friends who find themselves hot on the trail of a sobering look at the ugly side of american capitalism and the abuse of customer trust it's yeah. basically just like a fun vehicle to watch like these weird characters mainly the the guy who's casually doing heroin while that's co- cold pat calling. pespas right yeah yeah He's like cold calling people and just like getting their money while just high on H. So funny, fun fact, technically the guy's filming the whole thing <laughs> with the handheld camera. I guess the main guy, Sam, mm. is the guy who they're crediting with directing it, obviously, because they're filming it. Yeah. I like how when it first started, I was like, oh, no, is it going to be all about this guy? But then it becomes all about the other guy. And I'm like, oh, this is way better because he's interesting. Like... He's one of those characters, like, I I hope this is, like, 25 episodes long. I would just, I watched the oh, first yeah. episode twice. I love when they, like, find a group of people that, 
you can't believe exist and that did this just, give you cca flashbacks at all it did remind me of my yeah. two weeks working for such a company i was there about the same amount of time i completed the training so i guess it was like a little over a week mm. and i remember i sat down with the guy this for those not in the know cca was around in norwell back in like 2000 and it was a collection, the collection agency or the collection center of America. I imagine they're still there. They've got to be, right? Yeah. I mean, there's That's a job that still needs to be done, unfortunately. I did the whole uh, training and I sat down with the guy and I said to him, listen, like, I don't mean to mislead you with this. Like, this is just not something I'm capable of. This is, mm. and he actually appreciated me. He's like, well, I appreciate you being honest with me, not wasting time. I, I, think, I wasted their time for two you? weeks. <laughs> and then you got to the computers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I couldn't have liked this doing that less. Like calling people and trying to get them to pay their bills or whatever. Not a fun job. No. I had almost no fun at all the entire time I was there, and I felt like shit. Hey, Sweeney, don't stop making calls. I, in fact, got in a fight with people on the phone once because they were like, they were like giving me attitude. And I was like, look, I don't care if you pay your bills. And then. They were like, they turned into a whole thing and called the boss. And I was just like, look, I don't know what to say to these people. It's fucking. Yeah, that's, it's a very, very tough gig. And mm. the money sucks and the environment sucks. Yeah. It's this terrible, almost like the, and the documentary is the same setup. Mm. Just a farm of phones and shitty, like DOS running computers. Yeah, of like shitty idiots just right. like filling up this office building. I was like, yeah, that's what it was like. Just a crew of the worst dudes who've ever existed <laughs> who are probably criminals and probably can't do much else. It's and a, it's, it's interesting good. though, because they're like, they know they're being shady, but they're like, I need a job. And it's not my fault. This is like the yeah. company doing this. It's like, it's very interesting. I, uh, it's yeah. a tough dynamic because uh, fun thing. I also, when I read in the, the producer credits, David Gordon Green and Danny McBride also executive produced these Ooh. three episodes. That is good. Although they did uh, write and direct Halloween Ends. So their opinions are null and void. Go, Jason, go. <laughs> I was hoping you'd play something like that at this moment. <laughs> Fuck you, Halloween Ends was a masterpiece, even though I hated it too. I'm not normally like this. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> it's true, he's not. But yeah, that is Telemarketers. It's on Max. This is getting like yeah, my biggest I liked review. it a lot. I can't wait for that That guy sniffing heroin and then going directly to work. Mm. Awesome. And yeah, just great. The kind of footage where you're like, I shouldn't be watching this. Like, this is crazy that this is... <laughs> being released as yeah, entertainment it's that, like that to me is a is the sign of a good doc when i'm watching it and it just feels like i shouldn't know this this mm. is like coveted information yeah, you're like oh fuck that's so embarrassing for that guy <laughs> that i know this now this is crazy this deviates from the documentary norm a lot of documentaries just go with the flow and kind of do what all the others have done and take safe bets and this mm. just to me it felt like it sidestepped that and it was its own genre almost. I also like how it doesn't have narration, like explaining yes. how you should be feeling about it. They're just like showing you, they're like, here, here it is. Like, right. this is what it is. There's music in it, but it, they're not using the music overtly in order to push you in one way or the other emotionally. Nor, yeah. There's no narration and there's no manipulative music. So I think that's kind of great. Yeah. There's probably some stuff like that, but yeah, like compared to other documentaries, Correct, they're yeah. like very above board or whatever you say there was one good song by danny brown that i actually shazammed mid-show he's I, cool yeah he is cool 
Um, I'm in on him. So that's uh, telemarketers. Telemarketers on Max. Yes. Fucking a. New episodes soon, and hopefully this are they March. tonight? It's got to be. I feel like I watched the first one. Let's check the better part of a week I ago. Pull up my Apple TV right now, in and it'll tell me. And then after that, I'm going to tell the fans about a trip to the pictures. Wow. Please do, while I'm looking this up. Oh, okay. Folks, I went and saw the new A24 smash hit sensation horror movie of the summer, Talk to Me. Good for you. (laughs) Thank you, Sean. I enjoyed it. I went with friend of the show, Erica, who also enjoyed it very much. This is, have you heard about this movie? Uh, Nothing beyond you liked it, Rian hated it. That's all I know. That, I try not to go in with like any bias or whatever, but I do, I was expecting not to like it based on Rion's opinion because he, mm. he has pretty good taste, kid. He tastes uh. pretty good, in fact. <laughs> huh? No doubt, no doubt. See what I did there? I do. But this movie I thought was great. Do you mind if I hit you with a summary real quick? Please do. When a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. You that hate, sounds fun. You hate when people unleash terrifying supernatural forces. It's fucked up. Mm. But yeah, it's good. It's like a nice simple premise. They get a lot of good stuff out of it on a low budget. And it's a fun like analogy. Where, where is it set? Do they say? Um, I'm not sure. I can't remember. I think like Chicago or something. North of New York. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't see that coming. Should have known it was a setup for whatever that drop is. <laughs> yes. Um, no, but I, uh, it's a cool... Yeah, like, I want to see this now. It's a good like peer pressure analogy. Like mm. everyone, they're partying and then they take out the hand and they're like, what, you're not going to do it? What, are you scared to fucking like... Go to the afterlife and hang out with these spirits? I would say, in fact, yes, I am. Because I believe wholeheartedly that I belong in hell. (laughs) You just like succumbing to it immediately? Imagine if the whole team goes to heaven and I go to hell because of whatever I may have done with older boy or who knows. The whole team's in heaven and I'm in hell. What if the entire team went to heaven and me and the rest of... Like my negativity stayed on Earth, but ended up on the set of Family Guy. Yeah. Hey, Ank. <laughs> Appreciate you, yes, Ank. <laughs> I just realized I didn't do the Family Guy thing this week, and I thought it'd be fun. <laughs> hey, you're giving up on the bit? We haven't even gotten what's, started. What's your problem? I got this embalmed hand <laughs> that you touch it, and you some <laughs> something weird happens. You get possessed. Uh, Oh, Peter, I feel like you should possess me tonight. (laughs) You stop having a goo? Uh, Peter, (laughs) possess my legs so I can walk. Wow. (laughs) The, I will say this movie didn't scare me that much. Wasn't too scary? It wasn't. Although it had moments where I was like, they do the low budget, like, you know, instead of like, showing they tell Mm. usually that's a bad thing i'm doing a bad job explaining this but it was just like they didn't show the killings they implied things you mean or no like it definitely had gore it's just gore yeah it left 
It was workish. It was like operating on levels. Like once I figured out the like peer pressure thing, I was like, ooh, I'm figuring this movie out. How I'm long like is a, it? I'm a classy movie critic over here. It's uh, not too long. I think it's like a cool hour and a half, actually. Mm. But it's funny. Watching this movie, I watch horror movies so differently now. Watching this one, I like felt bad for the kids. <laughs> I couldn't enjoy it. I was just like, ah, oh, fuck. They're just trying to like hang out. Now they're getting all possessed. <laughs> What's that like? Like, this is exhausting. Going through with like empathy <laughs> mid-movie? I mean, that's... For fictional characters? Empathy is crucial to the movies. You and Monty in the empathy corner? Mm-hmm. I was, especially one kid, he really, they run him through the ringer and he's like the, you know, he's just like a sad sack, whatever. Mm. I was like, this kid didn't deserve to get possessed. He doesn't need this. This is going to fuck his whole shit up. I don't really like movies where guys get possessed, but you're selling this one. Like mm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to see this, I think. I think you'd like it. I have a couple of the early days this week. I may go grab this one. Especially, in, in fact, I think it's an hour and 24 minutes. It nice. flew by. And that they, I like. It was one of those movies, when it was getting towards the end, I didn't even think about that, but I was like, oh, I bet this is like going to wrap up soon. This movie's like nice and tight. Nothing better than it. a sub-90 minute movie. They should all be in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, that's they, Talk To Me from A24, and they got it. Is it going to be on VOD soon is the question, because this feels like a stay-at-home flick for me. I imagine. They race everything out yeah. these days. But this movie's doing very well. They already greenlit a sequel called Talk To Me. Oh. The number two, we're already having fun. Hmm. I'm in on this surprise new franchise. Who directed this? Do we know? Anybody fancy? I think it's like a new Peter Berg, duo. perhaps? It, I don't think it was Peter Berg because Mark Wahlberg was not on screen. Mm. I might be wrong. And yeah, I'm in. I dug it. I recommend it. Talk to me. Talk to me. Did you watch anything else this week? I did. Most of, or half of at least, Painkiller, the new uh, show about the Sackler family and the creation and distribution of OxyContin in the late 90s from the the, the lovely folks at Netflix mm. and friend of the show, Peter Berg. Oh, starring, is Mark Wahlberg in this? Not yet, hey. but I'm hoping he will play uh, a homeless man who overdoses and dies. And it's hey, sort of like The Crow, and it happens in real life, too. It's like Joe Bell. I'm too method. I'm dead. <laughs> Here I go. When I read that Peter Berg directed this, my heart sank a little bit because I thought, like, you know, Matthew Broderick as Richard Sackler, that'll work, I guess. I mean, having mm. this, this is sort of like a Dante's Peak copycat bullshit biting of Dope Sick, the Hulu version of this. They came out last year and won a bunch of Emmys, starring Michael Stuhlberg in the Matthew Broderick role. Yeah, I feel like these companies used to have a little bit of class and they'd right. be like, oh, Netflix actually like just made or Hulu just made a show about this yeah. exact story. Why don't we like not do this? Now they're just like fucking make it. Who cares? They were probably making it as they were what they read the headline about um whatchamacallit getting or dope sick exactly. getting yeah. greenlit and they they said to themselves, Fuck it, let's just write our own right now. Yeah. Let's go. Hollywood does that entirely too much. They it's, do almost nothing but Yeah. Um I don't know. This is a there's a this is a fucking weird cast, man. Leading wish... off with Broderick. Ooh, yeah, I haven't seen him in a bit. I don't love him in anything besides Ferris Bueller. He's Jets pretty much and Cable Guy. I think he works. Yeah, actually, he's that's great about it that. though. Election's pretty good. Yeah, maybe I'm a Broderick guy. Fuck. 
That time he uh, drove into a family and killed them in Ireland. That was that was a good one. That was an unexpected. That was like when Tom Cruise was in Collateral. Mm. Like no one saw this coming. Correct from Broderick. Um, Taylor Kitsch is in this because he's friends with Peter Berg of, from Friday Night Lights. I guess he and thought he thought he'd saunter by and curse this production like he does everything else he's in. <laughs> he really is like a Mallorca, <laughs> as the Italians might say. Taylor Kitsch is just putting the kibosh on everything that he's even been near for the past 15 years. And he does not disappoint in this. He stinks. He plays some dud of a dad who works at a you know an auto body shop. Who, he's not believable as a dad. He's not believable as a dad. And he's certainly not believable as an Oxycontin addict. Because he's just... You know, they're doing that thing they do in the movies where they basically like do a leaving Las Vegas version or leaving Las Vegas like sideways in the car shot of him just hammering pills. Mm. It's like, even if those are Oxycontin 20s, you wouldn't swallow six of them in a row. Yes. You would just, you just, I mean, there's probably guys that would, sure, but you're going you're gonna to be sniffing it if you're at that level. Those details matter. That's like when we get bothered when unrealistic weed smoking yes. in movies when like people who don't have a job are smoking endless joints these things matter you gotta put time and thought into even the silliest of things oh yeah hollywood just refuses to give up on taylor kitsch and i know this time it's like at least peter berg and he are friendly and i imagine it was sort of a you know a favor but he sucks he must, takes you right out of it it must be nice to be so handsome you can literally like be in five movies that bomb just like out of this world level bomb and they're just like yeah just give him another shot what were just, his biggest bombs john carter and battleship. battleship yeah those two those are two movies those are like in the bottom 20 like in history. how much they spent to how much it made bombs yes. like those were disasters mm-hmm. and he was like the guy <laughs> he was like the poster for both of those the woman who plays the attorney that's seeking out everybody to sort of sue them in a class action lawsuit during the time of Oxycontin's fall, I guess, fall from grace, mm. is that woman Uzo Aduba from Orange is the New Black. So mm. Netflix is just rolling it out for her as well. Mm. This whole this whole show just felt slapped together. It's sloppy and ham-handed and very on the nose. That's like what they do instead of giving people residuals for any of their shows. They're like, look, we got this other turkey. We'll throw you a roll. We'll keep yeah. you busy. We're not going to pay you for your 14 seasons of Orange is the New Black, but... <laughs> you want to fucking stop You want to be it? like a bitchy lady with a bun on your head? Uh-huh. Who's going after Oxy, guys? Uh-huh. Up, up alongside our, our Clark Gregg as Ooh. Arthur Sackler? Hello, Clark. Like Fucking godfather of the show clark Gregg is doing a little bit of work in this and he Mm. is sort of working as the ghost of arthur sackler's like grandfather Uh, or it's richard is the son or richard is the grandson arthur is the grandfather okay so yeah Mm. he's arthur i don't know i'm just (sighs) there's every episode they start it with a little vignette of real life people grieving their children who've died from oxycontin i do love a vignette no, you wouldn't like this. Like, <laughs> my just... name is Mary, and my son Kevin was such a good guy, mm. and he just got addicted to OxyContin. And mm. it's just, you know, we're good. Yeah. We didn't need him. Yeah, it's like, yeah, but it sucks when people die of drugs. Out on it. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. This show, I will finish it. It's not unfinishable. And I wouldn't even go as far as to call it terrible, but it's just poorly conceived. If you've not yet watched Dope Sick on Hulu, watch that instead. It's leagues above this. And that one's got Keaton. Yes. And Stuhlbarg, like all our guys. 
And they're both doing a lot of work in that. What's the name? Sackler? Sackler is the family, yeah. No, the show is do- uh, Painkiller, and the other show is Dope Sick. I think it would be doper if instead of the Sackler family, it was about the Sack family from The Sopranos, specifically so Ginny. John and Ginny? Yes. <laughs> the continuing adventures of Ginny Sack. <laughs> Her trying to lose weight in 2023. She still hasn't taken a pound off. A Max original. <laughs> it's hard, John. All these years, all this candy. <clears throat> I just love treats. It's an honor to be joined by men. <laughs> and not faggot-ass cornhole oh. suckers like married my cousin. He should fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> the only show that has that as a drop. <laughs> <laughs> the movies <laughs> mm, I, I work at a bar <laughs> yes you do Sean I never said that Sean I think you did I'm not normally like this what if I told the fans you were the cleared out room is 75 to 85% cleared out <laughs> I don't think it is. I think it's 0% cleared out. I'm having fun talking to Sean like this. What do you know? I don't think you're very funny. That makes me sad, Sean. I'll try to do better. Baby! (laughs) Okay, good. Uh, Sean, are you going to watch the new Joe List special that just came out today? You and me. (laughs) Oh, you want to watch it together? Is there any other kind? (laughs) I don't think there is. Now that you mention it. We're fat together. <laughs> we are. <laughs> you have so many drops. This could go on. It's great. The gloves are off. <laughs> I like to imagine him in the booth, ignoring the cries of his children <laughs> to record this library of clips. Goatee, baby! <laughs> It's like, hi, can we get another take at the goatee, baby? <laughs> I've just been sending him lists of, of drops I need because I come up with them. And then he sends them back to me and I bring them onto my computer and edit them, like cut the fat off the ends. And That's great. Crisping them up. Let's get other people to do this. <clears throat> Let's send like little... I wish we had more people that were as quotable as Sean. Because like, what, what are they, what's an ank bit? Like, oh, I'm an embarrassment to my family. There's a drop. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. I got molested. That's another good one. Two good drops. Um, (laughs) We're cooking. My dad is ashamed of me. No. I'm not normally like this. I love you, Cotty Cakes. (laughs) Good Sopranos tie-in? Yes, hello. (laughs) I need a more frantic yes, hello. Shit. Yeah, that's too much. That's a casual yes, hello. I need like a yes, hello. You hear that, Sean? We need you back in the studio. Yeah, Sean. I also am going to need... Uh, we get the wig. Fuck. And uh, unfurl the towel. Thank you are fat. And then uh, you and me, Ed, we're fat. Because Ed is going to come on the show next week. Oh, pig vomit. Piggy V. Piggy V. I've watched a lot of Real Housewives this week. We are fully caught up on Real Housewives of New York. Mm. And I'm ashamed of myself for the excess of reality TV that is my life right now. Mm. I'm going to blame the strike. Yeah, you're like deep in the weeds. I'm, yeah, I, this is like intervention level. Yeah. I'm watching like five, six episodes a day. Wow. Yeah. Like three <laughs> to six hours of content. That, I was genuinely speechless there for a second. I almost, yeah. I almost fainted. I still might. 
Faint, faint, faint. And the intervention that we joked about last week is going to have to become a reality, I fear. Especially if... Doesn't that Vanderpump Rules come back soon? Or is it currently new? They're filming season 11 now. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of turmoil. A few characters that may or may not come back. Honestly, if... I also read rumblings that... I want to say it was uh, Bethany Frankel, who was a, a Real Housewife of New York who came out with the Skinny Girl Margarita and the Skinny Girl products and got really famous, and now she's a billionaire. Mm. She said that all the reality TV stars should unionize and band together and strike. And I read that article, and my heart (laughs) sank. Mm. Like, if reality TV also strikes, that's it for me. That's what, like, that's the end of the line for you? Like, my reality TV's gone? This I can't stand. I'm coming for everybody. Your reality TV stars... Hmm. I can't remember the last of the line. I'm doing Ari. From uh, Entourage. Yes, unfortunately. Kid, it was almost as sick as ball is. Um, I'm still an Entourage guy. I have no desire to do a rewatch. I imagine it does not age well at all. I'm still waiting for Entourage, the movie. The like sequel two. of the movie? Yeah, but like with a two in Entourage, he gets So it. funny. <laughs> Doug Allen's working on it as we speak, and no one wants a piece. You're right on both counts. I think. Is that enough? Is that Entourage? Are we on Entourage? <laughs> Woo! Uh, I think that's enough. Mm. Folks, why don't you go ahead, shoot us an email, enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Podcast Enough. Follow us on Instagram at EnoughThePodcast. I'm on both of those platforms at Skip Seasoned. Why don't you check out the South Shore Boys podcast? Follow us on Instagram and Twitter also. Right, where can the fans find you this week? You and me. Fuck. Uh, Ankner at Instagram, A-N-K-N-E-R, and Ank underscore fit also on Instagram, ankfit.com. That's a priority always. Ank underscore fat. We're fat together. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, We're oh. fat together. Ah, <laughs> uh, to be fat together. Got to do it together. You do. That's when you know you got to get on a diet when Sean and you are sharing a quad stacker in the nook. And he looks over at you and says, we're fat together, Ank. You and me. (laughs) Yeah, really. God. He was at his peak then. He was like 380 pounds. That was like one of those inside out core memories for you. Oh, yeah. That happening. I remember (laughs) that more than the fond moments of my childhood. The (laughs) horror that was Sean and I on the same page. Buddy. We were ready to start sharing jeans. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, That's it for me. Um, We'll be back next week. I don't know what the fuck we're going to watch. And uh, I could use it if everybody would have a go. Yeah. I wish I knew what was coming out. I'm sure we'll have a review of Blue Beetle and some other fucked up shit. Folks, have a go. We'll see you out there. Thanks for listening. Have a go.